Welcome to Tuesday. It's the ninth day of August 2022. Your day with the podcast brought to you by Cowboy State Daily. Cowboy State Daily has more original Wyoming news content than any other news organization in the state. Check them out on their Facebook page or go to CowboyStateDaily.com. There's not a lot here over the next couple of days to talk about. Pretty quiet weather. We're going to see very warm, dry, high pressure overhead. The air mass has dried out in many areas, and that'll be the case here for the next 48 hours. However, monsoon moisture is going to surge right back into the region late this week, and especially by this weekend into early next week. This is a, a similar scenario that happened late last week, especially for areas along and west of the Continental Divide. And getting back into northern, central, and western areas of Wyoming, eastern Idaho, Utah, western slope of Colorado, the mountains of Colorado, and some front range areas, we may not see these thunderstorms get too far out onto the plains, but we're definitely going to see monsoonal moisture come back in again. There's a bit of a pattern change coming early to mid-next week, and we'll talk to you about that and show you that as it may be telegraphing bigger changes that come in September. Beautiful shot of thunderstorm activity again yesterday. Southeastern Wyoming, parts of western Nebraska saw some isolated thunderstorm cells. And when you get that, you just get these beautiful shots, especially towards sunset, like this shot here northwest of Cheyenne yesterday. Satellite photo shows remarkably well the contrast of air masses. You see this tongue of monsoonal moisture just coming up all the way up into Washington and Oregon out of the southwestern United States, but bounded by the orange and red, which is much drier air. So you can see the drier air that's overspreading the area. Look at that boundary of drier air and the more moist air coming up out of the Gulf and up out of the desert southwest states. This is what's going to make the weather very quiet over the high plains and Rocky Mountain West for today and for most of Wednesday. Any thunderstorm activity is going to be developing in these axis of moisture here. As we go and take a look at the precipitable water, you can see why. You can see the brown, the dry air. This is by late afternoon and evening. You can see that north to south axis of very moist air here. Now eventually what will happen is this moist north-south axis rotates eastward. And that's what we're going to see with the chances for thunderstorms coming our way later in the week. As high pressure sits overhead today, this is where all the systems are. As we get into Thursday, it's subtle. You see this very subtle shiftward eastward? This is all you need to start opening the door again for the subtropical flow that's here come more eastward. And that high just gradually goes more and more east by Saturday, Sunday, and into Monday. So the door becomes wider open, allowing that subtropical moisture in. By Thursday afternoon, the dry air is consolidating in the central and southern plains here while it makes more of an eastward push. So thunderstorm activity in Colorado's western slope, across Montana, the Great Basin, into western Wyoming and Utah, and then back in the southwest, you're going to see an uptick in shower and thunderstorm activity. By Friday afternoon, that high just goes a little more east. And by Sunday, it kind of just sits there. So it's in a really good position to open the air to subtropical moisture. However, we may see a harder time of that moisture getting east of that line I just drawn. That means out on the plains of Nebraska, Kansas, and Colorado's eastern plains, we may see that thunderstorm activity have a harder time getting there. But you can see by Saturday afternoon, there's a big, deep blue area here getting to the Continental Divide and mountain areas while the plains are still under that dry air mass. By Sunday, it shifts south and east a little bit more, but there's this dry pocket right here where you're not going to see much. So it's kind of like a donut. 
You're going to have a donut of thunderstorms. The donut hole is going to be that drier area right there. But if you're on the axis of this heavier moisture, you're going to have an active thunderstorm pattern. And you can see that in the lightning forecast. This is for Thursday. This is for Friday. This is for Saturday. And you can see that that thunderstorm activity is going to be right along and near and west of the divide. So northern and western Wyoming, parts of Montana, eastern Idaho, Utah, look at all of that thunderstorm activity. This is kind of what happened this past weekend. And then on Sunday, that axis kind of rotates more to the south and east, and the thunderstorm coverage pushes a little bit further out into the plains of South Dakota and Nebraska. So, hey, if you're a cyclist, if you're heading out on the motorcycle, going up to Sturgis, going to be hot, very hot here over the next couple of days, but... Folks heading to Sturgis this weekend, well, be ready for the heat, but be ready for thunderstorm activity as well, as there will be that uptick. Now, further out, this is by Tuesday of next week. Notice where the high is now. It goes back to the west. With that happening, the door opens to a northwesterly flow into the Great Lakes and Corn Belt. That's going to lead to cooler air coming in east of the divide. So, we're going to maybe towards the early to middle parts of next week, east of the Continental Divide, cool off a little bit. While west of the divide, it gets hot. We're going to see some upslope develop. That may lead to some shower and thunderstorm activity out on the plains and into the Midwest. So towards the middle to the end of next week, there's a bit of a subtle change, but enough to change things up a little bit. And you can see the cooler air. This is by next Thursday. Heat returns to the Pacific Northwest right here, while cooler air invades the central part of the United States and Great Lakes and parts of the south again. They're going to get another little break from the heat coming on in while it gets hot again in the northwest. Now, I want to show you something that goes out to 15 days. So we're peering all the way into August 25th. Nothing terribly remarkable about this at first glance, but the pattern at the end of August is getting more amplified. You see this big high here in the Gulf of Alaska. We've been hinting at this for the last week or so. As we get to the end of August and into early September, a more amplified flow, meaning the jet stream is starting to take bigger dips north and south. It's getting more wavy. Now this happens as you get to the end of summer and as you get towards September. This may be telegraphing an early September cold front for the west. Could happen early September, it could happen mid-September, but I would not be surprised if we have a pretty strong early September cold front to deal with. I'm sticking my neck out, but hey, that's what we do. Kind of have fun with this, taking a look at long-range trends and seeing what may be in the offing. So that's something to keep an eye on as we get to the month of September. Have yourself a good Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow.